What's up everybody? Alex here. Welcome to another episode of Jiu Jitsu Radio. Before we get the podcast started, I want to say big thank you to everyone who's always supporting us. Please don't forget to hit the like and the subscribe button down below on the video. Share the podcast with your friends. I know it's not that big of a deal to you guys, but that little like, that little subscribe helps us out big time. It helps us get the podcast out to more people and we love doing this. Everything from just doing the podcast to the Twitch channel to even putting on tournaments now. So all your support is much appreciated. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Share with your friends. Help a brother out. Also, don't forget to check out all of our awesome sponsors. Go to chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio at checkout. You'll get 20% off the entire order. Doesn't matter if it's something brand new or if it's something that's already on sale. You'll get an additional 20% off on some of the best gear in Jujitsu, hands down. Also, don't forget to check out jujitsusoapco.com. When you're smelling funky, whether it's before or after training, you need to get some good soap. Forget all the rest. This stuff is legit. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Use the promo code JJRadio and get 15% off your entire order. Doesn't matter if it's something that's brand new, something that's on sale, or if it's a bundle package, you'll get 15% off the best soap in jujitsu. Listen, I don't use any other soap anymore. I don't bother getting Dove. I don't bother getting Irish Spring. I don't zest. Forget all that stuff. You want some awesome stuff, and you're supporting the jujitsu community when you use jujitsusoapco.com for all your soapy sudsy needs. Finally. You got that new gi, you got that new rash guard. Maybe you want to sit there and create your own design for rash guards and t-shirts and things like that. Check out AJG Fight on Instagram. AJG Fight will customize your rash guard, your gi, your hat, your shirts, any way that you want. If you can think it, they can do it. Let them know we sent you and they will hook you up. Again, Anytime you support any one of these sponsors, you're supporting the jiu-jitsu community and you're supporting the podcast. These sponsors are awesome enough, awesome enough to, to help us out and sponsor the podcast. They love being a part of the community and they genuinely care about the martial art of jiu-jitsu and the sport. So please check them out. Every time you support them, you're supporting the podcast and we appreciate you. Finally, make sure you tune in to the rest of the podcast because we're going to be giving out a special special limited time promo code for you to sign up at the World Class Grappling Tournament on October 9th at the Mr. Olympia Expo in Orlando, Florida. You're not going to find this promo code anywhere else. There is no other promo code right now for that tournament. You'll get to sign up and if you're in the absolute, if you manage to get into the absolute, you'll be able to win $100 for the adults class and $300 for the teens class. So, if you got what it takes, go ahead and sign up for it, but make sure you find out what the promo code is during the podcast. And with that being said, let's get this party started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Cheers, cheers, cheers to you. Cheers to you, my friend. Here, oh, oh. Wait, can we wait, 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 oh, wait, oh, to the side, to the side. Cheers. There we go. Clinky. All right. Clink. By the way, I, I'm Sean, the one with the glasses. That's Alex, the one without. I know you guys can't tell us apart because we're wearing the same shirt. Well, they can't read the like the Zoom thing. So, 
Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't realize we we're wearing matching shirts. We're wearing matching this shirts. Is, this that's is the new, new uniform. New uniform. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what's up, buddy? How you doing? And listen, I'm I'm getting ready for Oktoberfest. I can tell. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna do Oktoberfest with me this year, or are you gonna? Well, I'm again? I'm gone at the Worlds next uh, the uh, the first weekend. I think October seventh, right through the tenth. And then so we maybe, the second maybe the weekend. Next one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gone the first one too, but the second weekend I'll I'll be there. I might uh I'm bringing uh Dieter, Dieter's Dieter gonna, the man eater. Dieter the man eater is gonna join me, but get a load of this fucking guy. He's gonna join me, but he's not gonna be drinking. What? The last two months that we've been hanging out and we like we've gone to the German club like a couple of times to drink. He's been drinking. He's been golfing and drinking, no problem. So then I hit him up the other day. I was like, "Oh, dude, you ready to go?" He's like, yeah, but I'm not gonna drink. Like, why? Why are you? Why are you doing this to me? I spent two months super stoked that I was gonna have a drinking buddy finally for Oktoberfest, and then you bail out of me. You go, well, you know. Well, you know, if I go, I'm gonna drink. Yo, that's what I'm saying. But you're that's not gonna, you're not gonna drink to the level that that him and I were gonna drink. What I don't need to spend as much money as you guys. Come on, did we really have we spent that much money every time we've done Oktoberfest? No, but I'm, what I'm saying what is, saying. I don't have to. I don't. I'm a cheap date. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm. What? How many did I have that last time? Four steins, maybe, and I was done. Yeah, but we hammered them down. But you also weren't eating. I had to feed you like pretzels. Yeah, like dude. you you didn't come prepared. I had to. That I had last to feed you time I was. <laughs> That was so I was good. Wrecked. Good times. That was good times. I'm planning on doing it again. Listen, there's a lot of stuff that's been going down. We haven't had a chance to um, to really sit down and do a podcast in a while because we've both been busy. You did Orlando, right? Orlando, and then XFN last weekend. How'd that go? You guys had some uh, crazy matches. You had some good matches for the uh, combat jujitsu. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Philippe destroyed Monado and I I love Monado you know I love Monado yeah Monado is awesome but I was like, so when, awesome. like when I saw that who did the matchmaking for that because no disrespect to Monado but I like I felt like that was a little bit out of his like well no Monado Monado's a purple belly he's a solid Monado has gotten really really good but yeah, I didn't he, think that like I've never seen his striking so I didn't know what his level was gonna be for oh for he, po that. he popped at uh, towards the end he popped fully pretty good yeah you know, Minato's such a strong kid. Like, honestly, I think the only way that I would roll competition-wise with Felipe is if it was a combat jiu-jitsu. I think that would be my only chance is if it was a combat jiu-jitsu match. Because my hand is the size of that entire, like, kid's head. So that would be my only, like, saving grace if he grabbed my leg. Yeah, the, yeah, the good news, he would be grabbing You could probably reach him. Yeah, with him grabbing your leg. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I, him and I have rolled a bunch of times. Felipe is awesome, but it's like that would be my only saving grace because if he grabs my leg, I'm screwed. It would be over. Like my leg is like the size of Felipe. But uh, yeah, listen, there's good matches. I saw XFN also is on the verge of breaking 10,000 followers on Instagram. It happened today. Nice. Congrats. Cheers happened to you today. Guys. We all put it out and uh, made that happen. Good for them. Good for Dan and. Catalina and Cheers. all the crew. And, and also, big shout out to Blake. Papa Blake now. Blake's a father. Oh, yeah. Blake Bowman. Daddy. Wow. Did you seriously forget your co-host for like the last five years? Well, no. Just had a, his first kid? 
No, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, why why are we talking Blake like the ginger Blake? That was a quick Dude, change that's a of dick move right there. No, it's not. I, I, I have two Blakes in my life. I know like five, but I know exactly what I was talking about when I said the Blake that just had a baby. Yeah, but you didn't I, you didn't say that. You said the big news about Blake. And I was like, wait, what? What, what a dick. What did, Listen, Blake, Blake, I tried. Do? I say congratulations. Your buddy over here. Did, I, has I no texted clue. him. So. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, shit, I forgot to text him. We got to go. text. No, him no, I text. I texted him <laughs> the day after before, like. Because he, uh, Trisha was supposed to be induced on Sunday. That's why he wasn't there. But uh, she didn't have her till the next day. So, a big shout out to Trish and uh, and Blake. What was what they named the baby? I didn't see who they what they named the baby. Um, Please don't be anything bad. I think it's Penelope. You don't even know. You I'm have pretty, no I'm, I'm ninety percent. Well, you have no dude. fucking clue. Well, your co-host. How long have you guys have been like doing XFN for? Like four years, five years? Long enough. Long enough for you to know his firstborn's name, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Penelope. You'd be a horrible godfather. I'm just saying. Well, I'm not the godfather. If I was the godfather, I would know it. All right, her name is Penelope Rose. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. I saw it was a cute little baby, it's a pretty little baby. I will say, some people have some ugly ass babies. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Some of, of you babies out there. Some of you have really ugly kids. And you should treat them very nicely because you fucked them over with your genetics. I'm just going to tell you that right now. But not Blake. Blake and Trish, there's some good-looking people. That's a good-looking baby. So cheers to them. Salut. Like, um, Yeah, XFN was pretty good, man. You guys had a lot of good matches, that one. Yep. yep. And the was... next one's shaping up. Um, I don't know if Jake's going to do it, uh, but Calvin is looking to get either a kickboxing or uh, grappling uh, match uh, combat combat grappling you know Ooh. grapple x i want to see that i want to can i can i come in and train with them to prepare for it yep oh that'll be good i want everybody to train with them to prepare for it i will slap the shit out of motherfucker see these hands <laughs> see these giant monkey hands they can cause some damage like here's the thing this hurts right this one's good like if you do this like, you have to be careful because this will hurt. This hurts a lot more. You got more surface area. See, like that spread? That's like, waka. That's that's a hand you don't want to get smacked in the face by. Like, right? It would be, what do you think? Would it be this I, is I, worse this, or this, this is worse? This is worse because it's more surface area. This, this is a good slap. Yeah, this, th when you do this, it spreads out the impact. I want to mm -hmm. focus the impact across this. Yeah, but... If I hit you here like this, it only covers this, right? But if yeah. I do this. Yeah, but it's nowhere near as forceful. If I, it doesn't have to be about the force. It's the sting. It's like having like five little whips. No. Like, waka. Here, and, and we can prove it right here. Yeah, go ahead. Slap yourself, please. No, no. I want you to do it. I want okay. you to smack yourself with the open hand and then smack yourself with the with the closed fingers. Well, you show you, me first. You show me so I make sure I, I have the right technique. You. No, I want to see boom. the right. Boom. That's not. Or that. You, it's no, so you hit yourself harder the second time on purpose. No, I did not. Hey, I'm not falling for it. This hurts. That doesn't hurt that much. You never play. I forget what it's called. Like, or you do this. Like, we call it. Like, yeah, a you don't. One. You don't. But you don't bring your fingers like this. You bring your fingers like this. Yeah, but if I reason. do it like this, mm, you do have worse of a chance of breaking your fingers that way, though. So it's true. 
but I've seen some some amazing combat jujitsu matches. I love it. It may be one of my favorite sports. Like it may be it may be MMA for me. Yeah, because I love the slaps. The slaps just make me happy. You know what's funny? I prefer combat jujitsu matches over just the the um, actually no, take that back. Because the big thing that's getting more and more popular is just the slap matches. Oh, the slap boxing? Like, not even slap boxing. Like the it's Rus- just the slap yeah, matching, well, it's, right? It's, it's called slap slap boxing. The Russians sit there and they, they yeah. slap each And then they, like, the Russians now, they have it, like, girls, like, slapping each other's butts matches kind of thing, which is kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, you need to let, like, let, let a professional come in and smack that ass. Let me show you how it's done. Let's see how it's many people are going to It's very misogynistic, Alex. Why? I'm just saying you want to slap girls. Like I didn't just I, say I, it was I, just going to be I made, girls. I made, I made, See, I'm, you assumed, I'm, Sean. I'm you assumed. Very I'm an equal right opportunity, bro. I'll slap. I I'll slap everybody's ass. I'll slap. Triggered. I'll slap everybody's ass except for you because you ain't got no ass. But I'm saying I would slap. I got plenty every, of ass. I would slap everybody's ass with this. You pay me. I'm I'm going down the rope. Right. But my favorite would have to be. The arm wrestling slap matches, like the arm wrestling MMA. That's so. It was so dumb. Uh, they still do it. Are you kidding they, me? It's arm so wrestling dumb. MMA is so good. And if you haven't watched it, just look it up. Where it's basically, literally, they just tie their tie hand their up, tie their hands together, arm wrestling, which means absolutely nothing. And no, then, it does. It does. Yeah, if but you can arm, if you win the arm yeah. wrestle or knock them out, or you knock or them out, them, or submit them, because I've seen guys you go can. for like arm bars on the, the Yeah, they've gone for the arm bars, and then you could just knock them the hell out, and it's absolutely glorious. I freaking love it, because it's just so absurd. It is so absurd, and it's like, why? Why would you not just go fight? Just go fight. Just go fight. Oh, speaking of which, we should throw that video up there at some point today um, of the guy that came in, the little redneck oh, dude that, that, that came into the gym. <laughs> wrecked. Wrecked. Yeah. So another another reason why uh, we've been a little bit MIA is I actually went on vacation for the first time in like a couple of years. I went on vacation. I went to Colorado. I wanted to go hang out with some friends in there. I went to uh, Vail. I got to hang out out in the mountains. I got sick. I didn't tell you. I got sick a couple of days in. So I actually ended up losing two days in bed. Um, but, man, I went because obviously you got, there's you got you got an immune system like a little girl. You know what I was thinking, though? Like, here's the thing. That was honestly, even though I did go to Disney in December, that was the first time in well over a year where I was surrounded by people. And I was in a locked chamber with people. So mask or not, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. But, I mean, it hit me hard one day. Like, I had chills. I had a fever. And, like, I didn't get COVID because I tested, like, four or five times. It was just I got super sick and then I was fine. I, the only thing that I got was, like, this cough. So I thought I got, like, a sinus infection. So all the forest fires and everything that were going on, like, you could see the smoke in the mountains. But, man, it was so fucking amazing out there it's two hours out of the way but Vail is crazy money and it's not even the best looking place it's honestly not even the best place up there if you want to go someplace that is straight out of a movie 
where it's not like Montana where you're in nature and it's amazing, like it's beautiful. I would love to move to Montana. But if you want to go to a place that it's in the mountains, it's beautiful, and there's actual housing and everything all over the place, Beaver Creek. Beaver Creek is probably some of the most luscious greens like I have ever seen in the middle of the mountains in this little valley. It was fucking amazing. And they had an Oktoberfest, but I got there too late. I didn't get to drink. You're talking about a condo, like an apartment like the size of ours is like $4 million. And you're getting the exact same thing, $4 million. Nothing crazy, no valet, no nothing, $4 million. But it's so beautiful out there, man. It was so cool. People were pretty nice. Um, I didn't see, like, anything crazy, like, going on. Everybody is super chill. The thing that sucks, 9 o'clock, everything closes. Nothing's open. So if you don't, if you want to go out to eat, you're going out to eat at 6 o'clock. You, what is it, Rona rules? What's that? Is that their Rona rules? What the hell does that mean? Rona Oh, no, 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 no. That's just that's just the way that it is. That's just the way that it is. There's no nightlife. There's zero nightlife. Nine o'clock, everything closes. The only thing that's open is going to be the gas station and maybe the grocery store. You know what I was thinking? I bet you, I wonder if that changes <coughs> come ski season. Nope. Nope. Like, you might have some bars open. Nope. Nine o'clock, everything closes. There's nothing going on. Nothing. Nobody's on the road. That sounds like my kind of place. Dude, I'm telling you, you dig it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I got to show you the photos. So I took an e-bike, and I was just biking around one morning, and I stopped by it. Like, there's a creek that runs all the way through. So they're, they're villages, right? They're all, like, villages. So there's Vale Village, um, Lion's Head Village, and it just goes down to row, and they're all a little bit separated. So you go by a creek, you're going all over the place, and there's random houses. There's obviously housing on this side of the creek, but on this side is just housing and random houses or whatever. And there was a house that was like an old log cabin kind of style, a truck, and a couch. And it wasn't that they were throwing the couch away. It's just the outdoor sitting couch. They were just like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. And I just looked at it. I was like, that. I want that. At the foot of a mountain, a log cabin, couch sitting outside, just hang out all day and just drink. I'm like, well, I, I don't need to drink, but I, but I would like a town where nothing is open after nine. Everybody's inside. It's like, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. So, not that I'm giving anybody any ideas, but zero locked doors. Zero locked doors, zero locked cars. The cops there are so solid on everything. Because they obviously there's so much money, they don't want to sit there and, and have their reputation tarnished with any little thing. Dude, you got zero things to worry about. You could just go, whatever, leave the bike there and walk away. You don't even have to lock it. People do not care. Because they got enough money. You're like, what are they going to steal your bike for? They could buy 20 of them, no problem. I, they like my bike. Yeah, dude, it was maybe nuts. My, maybe my bike is cool. So I took the gondola all the way up. Because you can still take the gondola to go up and hang out. And I took the e-bike down, which is not a good idea because they're not made for off-road. But I still did it. Man, 9,000 feet. So get this, man. So it fucked me up. I you went. a lot to watch your language. You've been. Oh, yeah. I know. Been swearing swearing big it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I went 9,000 feet down to 6,000 to 7 to 8. 
back down to six and then back up to eight in a span of a week. Dude, it messed up my hearing so bad. So my don't ears. Forget, were... Don't forget, you started at zero. Right. <laughs> I went to zero. So no. So here's what happened. Like dead serious. This, this kind of freaked me out. So my ears were so clogged up and I couldn't pressurize them. So ever since I had the deviated septum surgery, I can't pressurize my ears underwater. So I can't go deep underwater. So whatever. Like whatever. I kept trying. I'm trying on the flight back. It's like I'm up and I keep, you know, you go, you kind of click your jaw or whatever. You're trying to pressurize your ears and it was getting worse and worse. So once we start landing, my ears just start just basically closing up. It hurts so bad. I couldn't hear anything. I literally could not hear anything. It just sounded like a muffle. So I'm trying to pressurize my ears and trying to pressurize my ears. And finally, I'm walking towards baggage claim. I pinch my nose. I start pressurizing my ears. And all of a sudden, they hear a giant pop and a hiss. And I almost collapse and fall down the escalator. I get hit with massive vertigo. Huge vertigo. And I still get like a little bit now. It's been, what, three weeks? Dude, I, I went and I had to hold on to the escalator railing for dear life. And here's the bad part. It didn't even really pressurize my ears more, but it hurt. It hurt really bad. So now I'm like a little concerned. I was like, all right, I got to try and pressurize my ears because I cannot hear anything. So I try again, but really gently. And when I go to do it, I start hearing a hissing out of the left side. So I think I ruptured my eardrum. So I'm going like this, and I just hear like like water coming out of like a balloon or something underwater. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm fucked. So like now I can kind of do it, but I have to be careful. Like I can feel it, but I'm pretty sure I blew my eardrum trying to come back down. This is the first time I've been up an altitude since, what, 2011 or whatever? That I went to the mountains, like in Montana. Dude, this is the worst. So I still have vertigo. I almost fell the other day at the gym when I was working out with Nils. No, thank you. That's like, the, you know, remember that time I had it and I had to sleep sitting up? Yeah. No, no, no. Dude, I'm like, I sleep now like sitting still. Like it's going away little by little because it goes away. But man, it's the worst. It's the worst. Like I was benching and then I get up and I'll go to put the the weights back on the rack i'm like grabbing onto weights trying to stay up straight but listen still worth it still worth it i'd love to be i'm definitely going to go back i definitely want to go back there to try and ski and snowboard since i've never done that but on the bright side and we talked about this a little bit i got to finally go to casa bonita yeah it is basically what you see on the episode is what it looks like the difference is, is, like, in the episode, they show it, like, in the middle of a of a, a plaza. It's not. It's in the corner. It is in the crappiest part of Denver. It is literally in the worst part where you can lock your doors, but it won't mean anything. And there's, like, a CeCe's Pizza or something next to it and a Ross on the other side. The you know, I was thinking the other day, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I haven't eaten at CeCe's Pizza in over a decade. You're not missing out on anything. Yeah, but you know what? Every once in a while, you get the craving for crappy pizza. You, you well, you want to stuff your face with like any kind of flavor pizza you want. You know, like, hey, make me a baked potato pizza. You're you not know? even a stoner. You don't even get to have those cravings. You're not no, even a stoner. 
Listen, if when was your birthday already passed? I was gonna say, when's your birthday? I'll take you to CC's Pizza for your birthday. You're gonna you're gonna splurge that that six ninety nine for six ninety nine. All you can eat, baby, on me. Daddy loves you. <laughs> no, man. You know what though? Like, here's how like bad of the area it is. So I start walking up to it because I'm thinking, oh, I'll get to go in and walk around. It was freaking closed for whatever some stupid event. But I walk up to the door to read the sign, and this guy walks up to me clearly high off his rocker he just stops and i'm sitting there talking to myself oh damn it of course it would be closed and he just stops he looks at the door looks at me and then he starts to look at his phone and then he looks at me with this gaze of like in his mind he was probably talking to me but he just sat there just stared at me for a good two minutes so I just sat there. Well, just, who, who's the weirdo? Because you sat there and stared <laughs> well, back. I and wanted you to see. High. Well, again, I'm the kind of person that whenever an awkward situation comes up, I want to see how far it goes. Maybe it's lack of self-preservation, but I'm like, either this guy's gonna shoot me or stab me, or he's gonna say something absolutely outlandish. So I want to see what happens. And he just sat there and didn't know what to say. So I just went, okay. Well, I guess I'll go stand over here now. So I went to go stand by the water fountain that they have up front. And he just sat there for another 15, 30 seconds and walked away. Never said a word. Just never said a word. He just, <laughs> just walked away. I was like, all right, clearly this is not a good neighborhood. And I just walked away. I'm, like, I'm going to go get my photos. And then I got to go get my flight. But you, sir, you have a good day. I don't know if I would trust it, to be honest, though. The food there. Once they do the I, whole, I heard it's terrible. Once they do the renovation and everything, I'll definitely go check it out. I have a feeling they're going to be renovating the entire plaza, though. They're not. It's for those who've never seen that episode of South Park. You should watch it. It's hilarious. But it's everything around it is either a um, trying to think of the pc way of saying this it's a, it's a shithole all right it's a shithole it's in the middle of a shithole there's like taco trucks all the way down the road I think, if, I think if you say that you should say it like trump no what's he say does he it's say shithole country, it's, a, country. It's, a, it's a shithole I, I can't do it trump you can't even do trump this is, it's a shithole i can't i can't no, do that's trump. not nothing i can't that's do it how do you like, do a trump it, i don't know I, it's I can't a shithole country oh yeah there you go that's pretty good <laughs> it's a shithole country yeah i can't do it I can't do it. I could give you a bunch of other like personations. <laughs> Trump, I can't do. That's funny. You can't do. I can't do Trump. I really can't. China, I... China. China. <laughs> you got the mannerisms down too. That's pretty bad. I could do a Biden. Let me see your Biden. <laughs> Listen, and there's no political sides here. It's just we're making fun of everybody. Um, yeah, dude, it was fun though, man. It was a good trip. I needed it. It was a good. Fresh breath, it breath of fresh air. Say it right, and then came back and started working again on the uh, the grappling tournament that we put together. We put together uh, me, Carlos, uh, Mike Davis, and uh, Ralph from uh, American Top Team Tampa. Put together world class grappling in Tampa. Which, by the way, big shout out to all the competitors that came in. So. You and I haven't talked in a couple of weeks. I wish you had been there, and I wish I could have recorded this. The young guns, like the 15 to 17, 18-year-olds, are 
absolute monsters. Not even. Dude. I would say like 13 to 18 year olds. Dude, you don't even have to tell me. Look at I like again. I when I, when I was at the pans, I watched the Colabate matches like in front of me, and watched him with ease to submit everybody. No, listen. And he's 16. monsters, monsters. Because we were doing nogi and we were allowing like heel hooks and stuff like that. Dude, teenagers to do heel hooks. Yes. Yeah, dude, we got better roles. Wait till I tell you. Wait till I fill you in on what we got planned for Orlando. Orlando is going to be amazing October 9th. But listen, there is a couple. Um, and I know that they, they followed the podcast because we were talking. Um, dude, this guy, Ermi. Uh, man, I forget this other guy. Something with a G. Um, dude, I'm so sorry for, I forgot, like, Garth, Gary, something like that. Dude, monsters. They were running through people. So because we didn't have uh, as many competitors as we wanted to have um, on the first one, I decided, hey, let's do exhibition matches. I'm like, who wants to do exhibition matches? I'll put you up against anybody that agrees. Anybody. Dude, These the kids came up running to me. The adults didn't want anything to do with it. Don't want dude, that smoke? Dude, these kids were savages. Savages. I'll give you credit. One girl came up, and I do want to say her name because I'm I'm honest with you. Um, I think she's going to come in. Uh, there you go. She actually just uh, reposted Yashira Mileas. I'm so sorry if I said your your name wrong. Um, first time I've heard this girl's name. I think she's just like new down to the area, bro. This girl is a savage. She's a savage. I had to yell at her because she signed up for the for her division, but nobody was in her division. So I uh, I told her I was like, "Hey, listen, I can get you a couple of matches, like exhibition matches, whatever." She's like, "Yeah," which I felt bad because she drove like two hours. So I was like, "Let's get her matches." I'm like, "Listen, no heel hooks. All right, you're going up against like younger people. No heel hooks, straight ankle locks. That's it. This is all nogi." So I'm sitting there talking to the crowd, like announcing different matches, and I look down. Instantly, she starts going for the heel. Like, no fucking heel hooks. What are you doing? And she like stops, like fuck, and starts going like, bro. She was she was going for anybody, and she was only like 115 pounds. The little kids. There was one little kid was going after everybody. I said, who wants to go up against this 185er? He's like me. It's like. The kid was the size of my leg. I'm like, no, you're you're gonna get killed. He got armbarred. He got armbarred. He got caught really bad. He took like a 10, 15 minute break, came back and did another two matches. Exhibition matches. Dude, these kids are are beasts, beast, beast. But their technique is pretty solid. Pretty freaking solid. Like I said, that Ermy kid was a savage. Uh I feel bad. I don't remember the other kid. There's one kid, he was like 15. Just I'm like, bro, you're 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 tanking on me. I know you're sandbagging. Get out of here. But he was killing. It. He got his his first match. He had a submission within 15 seconds. Absolute monsters. And that's just nogi. The gi matches were good. One of the best matches of the whole day was that. But fast forward to what I want to say is, um, we're doing the tournament. We're the official grappling tournament for the Olympia. Uh, so October 9th, we're going to be having another Gi and No Gi uh, tournament. If you place first, second, or third in your division, excuse me, you um, can register for the absolute division. Now, 
here's the kicker. So we have the regular, we have our world-class grappling rules um, for the tournament. So there's no advantages or anything like that. It's straight up points. Um, higher belts can do uh, heel hooks and knee bars and stuff like that. The absolute tournament is going to be ADCC rules. Full-on ADCC rules with an ADCC ref. No other tournament has that. Outside of ADCC itself and the ADCC trials, nobody else has that. So we're going to have that. We're going to have an ADCC ref. And adults can win $1,000. So if you win in the absolute, you get $1,000. And if the teens, and we also have a teens absolute, which you don't see that often. So we have a teens absolute with ADCC rules, and the teens can win 300 bucks. I was going to say, maybe maybe you just get the teens like a gift card to CC. No, they get money. These kids are going to get 300 bucks. Gift card to CC. You're just trying to get that CC sponsorship. You know, who am I to shamelessly plug a pizza place that I haven't eaten in? It's not even a good pizza place, let's be honest. Just kidding. Love you, CC's. Sponsored by CC's. There's no such thing as bad pizza. Depends on how, how much you've been drinking. But how crazy is that? How crazy is that? That uh, no, that's great. That setup, that's great. It's gonna be. Of nuts, course, there's man. gonna be a lot of people that are unfamiliar with ADCC rules. So the rules meeting is gonna be Friday. So it's gonna be the night before. Um, and it's funny because I'm actually gonna be, I'm actually hosting a Muay Thai seminar Friday at the Olympia. Um, I don't know what time it is yet. We haven't decided what time it is yet. Um, and then we're gonna do the who's do, who's, who's doing it. What do you mean? Who's doing the seminar? Me. I'm coaching it. I'm I'm teaching. Oh, the I seminar. thought you said. Well, I thought you were, when you meant hosting, I meant like. Yeah, no, no. It's gonna be I me. Thought, I thought I thought you were just like, emceeing it or whatever. No, 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 no. It's gonna be me. I'm gonna be teaching a a, a one hour seminar. Uh, everybody's welcome to attend. If you want to jump in, you can jump in. But it'll be just uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We're gonna do a women's self defense seminar. Um, and then we're going to be doing the, the rules meeting. The world-class grappling rule set is super easy. It's very basic, very straightforward. There's no BS about it. Um, but the, the ADCC rules, this is the only time outside of an ADCC event where the public is going to be allowed to, um, to hear the ADCC rules. So here's something most people don't understand. The ADCC rules are very secretive, if you will, for a specific reason. They're not secretive as in like you can't go look and find them. You can find them, um, but they're not in detail. They're, you're not going to get the exact way that the rules are to be interpreted in the way that the rules are set in place. People know the generic rule set about like, let's well, 10 minutes, um, ref's decision, like advance, like all that stuff. So this is going to be the one time people are actually able to come in and hear the ADCC rules. And this is all uh, like uh, approved by ADCC. Um, so this is a huge, huge opportunity for people to come in and actually learn it, especially for guys that want to go do the ADCC trial guys and girls that want to do the ADCC trials, man, you're not going to find a better opportunity to get warmed up and ready for ADCC trials. You're just not like that's, that's going to be crazy. The, the, just the, the ref meeting alone or the rules meeting alone is going to be kind of worth it. Yeah. I mean, 
it's it, <clears throat> ADCC is different, and it's I, what I like about it is it's way more aggressive. Yeah, and and you know I wish we could. I really do wish though that there was just one uniform rule set. I really. So that's wish. something else that I got to fill you in on. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Um, there's something that that I'm been putting in the woodworks to to work on something like that, but it's going to be big. But yeah, we're we're working on that. But the ADCC rules to for me, as of right now, are the best rule set that you could have for grappling because it pushes the pace. Like you said, the whole idea is to push the yeah. pace, and there's no advantages points like the advantage points and things like that. It's really about the putting in the pressure and about who wins, like who's really winning the match. So it'll be fun, man. It's definitely worth it. I'm uh, hoping to see a lot of people. I got to run into a, a lot of people that we know uh, at Tampa. So Orlando is going to be good. But you're not going to be here this weekend, that weekend, right? No, I'll be at Worlds, Doggy Worlds. Nice. In Garland. Yeah, it's um, Texas. Texas. Are you competing? Yes. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your bracket look like so far? I don't know. I don't care. I haven't looked. You don't care? No. What uh? What do you uh? What do you really want to get, submission wise? Whatever. Can you I, imagine? I like you're what? Super heavy? Ultra heavy? Ultra heavy. Imagine seeing an ultra heavy guy going in for a heel hook. You can't. Yes, you can. Too old. No. Oh, they don't have it for masters. There's not for masters. You old fart. Yep. So, you know, I'm gonna take whatever whatever I can get. Can you get in that straight ankle lock then? Can you yes. do your boy a solid and get in that straight ankle lock? I'll give it a shot. I'll tell you right now. I'll say it on the podcast. If you get a straight ankle lock, and I want to see this on video because they're going to stream it. If you get a straight ankle lock at Nogi Worlds, I'll give you 100 bucks. All right. Cash in hand, like straight cash. It'll be the crispiest $100 bill you've ever seen. I want Real. it so crispy. I want Real. it frozen. Yeah. I think like I think if it's gonna be crispy, it should be frozen. I will put it in between like two bricks in the freezer. I'll let, like spray it a little bit, and it's just gonna be ice cold cash in your hand. In my hand. All right, we'll see. I, I'm not I'm not gonna hunt for a certain. I don't. That's not my style. I, I tell everybody, I'm not a. You know, I like I don't like paint by numbers. I like I'm Bob Ross. We we start with a Bob Ross made a killing off of paint by numbers. I'm just saying. no, he did not. There's Bob Ross paint by numbers books. I used to all have one. Oh well, I'm not saying what I'm talking. I'm saying what he did. He didn't paint by numbers. He started with a mountain, or he started with a tree. And if he made a mistake, he made it into a happy little bush or a happy little cloud. I just want you to start going for a submission, and while you're going for it, you just think to yourself, "I'm just happy little trees." Happy little trees. <laughs> while you're like submitting somebody, gonna be well, good. Maybe, maybe, maybe some, maybe a little bush lives right here by the. It's a little bush. He's had a good day. He's smiling. Hold on. Oh. Loser. You eat your boogers. I do not. Oh, okay. So you can't hear me. Then when I plugged uh. it back in. <laughs> um that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I flick, I flick them, by the way. I want you to uh I want you to like when you get it, when you're like going in for the straight ankle lock, I want you to look at that flow grappling camera and just look at me and just wink. That's all I want. I just want. I just want you to go for that that Clark Gracie look. Just that'll right. that'll. If you do that, I'll throw an extra fifty on that. On that <laughs> I'll make you some cash. Wink um, and an ankle lock. 
Speaking of submissions, speaking of submissions, I mean, I could kind of take this either way, but let's let's go for the, the let's go for the the fun, non toxic one, and let's talk about uh, who's number one the last two days. That was such a good event. Mo- so as much so- trash, listen. As much trash talking that I do with Flow Grappling, I think the matchups were great. I still have an issue and a little bit on the production aspect of it and like the setup of everything and a couple other things that happened that just kind of shows the amateur-ishness of their events. But the matchups were freaking solid. Those fights were solid. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, it was a full weekend of, of awesome grappling. Yeah. And, and and it shows me And a lot of upsets. Yes. That was like the theme of the weekend was upsets. Yeah. You I know? mean, I think the biggest well, there's two good ones. Mikey getting tapped out by the North South choke. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would have seen that coming, which is surprising. It's his second time he's ever been tapped out in and competition a, as a black a belt. Theory. I have a theory when it comes to that. What's that? Um Mikey is so good at people not passing his guard that I don't think he trains from those bad positions of when they do pass his guard enough. I would agree with that. I would I would think that is a fair assessment. And and that's and it's you know and it just happens to be you know because he's so good at yeah. people not passing his guard that. But that, I mean, he's got such amazing guard retention, so not that many people get past it. I think he focuses so much at people not passing. I think you're right. I think yeah, and I think once people get past that guard, he's kind of I don't want to say lost, as that's the wrong word, but he's not as practiced when yeah. it comes to surviving after that happens. I don't think I've ever I could never ever recall Mikey being put into that position. And being put in a position where he could not move. Like outside of maybe even dealing with Ali or whatever um, in IBJJF. But, it, but it, 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 when he last year, when he did the. Uh, when he fought when, Big Boy. When he fought Worlds. No, when he fought the Worlds uh, and he did the super heavyweight division. Yeah. And, when he, and he got he got his guard passed and he got submitted. Yeah, that that was the same same kind of concept. Once he's he he gets his guard pass, which is again rare, very rare. He just doesn't have the familiarity with those positions to uh, to escape or or you know survive sometimes. Yeah, and it, and knowing Mikey, he knows this, and he's already at the back of the drawing board working on this. Yeah, I, and I mean, Mikey is very much so a sequence-based athlete where he's got his sequences where, you know, any position that he's in, he can draw from one, two, three, or four, you know, and go from there. So for him to be in that position where there's just the one escape or where he's kind of getting all the doors closed, that's got to be tough on his part. I mean... Again, second time as a black belt where he got submitted, that means I don't see that being a door that's open for too long for competitors, especially since he doesn't compete or he hasn't. Maybe he's going to you know, compete more now, but the fact that he hasn't competed as much and he trains so hard, 
That's not a doorway that a lot of people are going to get. No. It's, it's, I guarantee, like I said, I guarantee you it's something he's already been working on. I'm curious to see if now that he's competing more, if people are going to be calling him out. Oh, I'm sure. Because I can't by, by think, the way, other than, I mean, then like Geo, like who else like would call him out? That Sousa kid that tapped him? Yeah. He tr he trained. He's in Apex, North Carolina. He's where mm -hmm. Tom is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, Tom Tom knows the school. <laughs> yeah. I talked to him today, and, I, you know, we were texting back and forth. He's like, because I texted him yesterday, and it was late. And he texted me back this morning saying, oh, yeah, that school is right down the road from me. It's more of a competition school. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't really have. They didn't any, have the like, program for him. Yeah, they didn't have any, like, like regular folk classes. Yeah. But that was then. They might have it now. I don't know. ZR team out of Apex, they might have changed things. So you never know. Who knows? I mean, but listen, that but was. Shout out to a team out of, like, you know, out of a small place, out of a little place that, you know, with one of the greatest upsets of of 2021 and grappling for sure. For sure. Other than Amanda Levy and Gabby Garcia. Now that one caught a lot of people off guard. And you know about what happened with, with Gabby, right? Yeah, with the weight. With the no, weigh-ins and stuff? The she didn't want to weigh in. Or she, she didn't have to weigh in while everybody else had to yeah. weigh in. Supposedly, she didn't have to weigh in. She uh, elected to skip the weigh-ins, which, by the way, total BS. Because it's not fair to the other competitors, like the other female competitors. They all had to come in. They all had to say their like their weight and go out there. And Amanda Levy absolutely demolished Gabby. Like, if Gabby, and I'll blatantly say it, I do not care who pisses that off. I've already gotten into some argument with some some white knights on instagram if gabby didn't have the years of steroid use in competition she she wouldn't have had the muscle necessary to defend herself because her technique definitely isn't there like if gabby didn't like exploit so much just like cheating steroid use the last whatever amount of years she's had in competing she would not have remotely close to technique that to have the wins that she has just plain and simple like she wouldn't have been able to fight off um like michelle nicolini or or half of the other girls that she competed against for sure and amanda levy showed that flat out because you can tell like gabby is not cycling anymore she's not as big as she used to be she's a lot leaner like, I don't know if she's doing her little surgeries or whatever to get her Instagram photos, but you can tell that she's definitely lost a lot of muscle mass, but she still has some strength. But, well, you know, they were, they were th the theory that I saw is what that Gabby was hurt, went into that hurt. Uh, because yeah, she but she had guard. the same, she had the same excuse when she competed against like Elizabeth well, Clay or whatever. I, I didn't hear her make that, that claim, but she beat Elizabeth Clay. Um, she, what I heard, like nobody's, I haven't heard this out of her camp, but the speculation is she was hurt. That's why she she pulled guard, which isn't Gabby's forte. To be fair, um, she's. But listen, you can't you can't be a black belt and say you don't have a good guard. Sure you can. Come on, sure. ADCC you can. champ, what seven time ADCC champ, 
how many times IBJJF champ, and you're telling me like your guard is that trash? Like, well, no. and, again, again, we just talked about it with Mikey. There's certain aspects of, of jujitsu that some people will neglect. Mikey and has how many IBJJF championships? Three. How many ADCC championships does he have? None that I know of. Compared to Gabby's what? Yeah, no, that's a different amount of experience time. Right, but 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 ADCC is not a guard. I'm not saying it, it is, but I'm saying if you're someone that trains that much, you can't tell me that. Well, again, it, it, she had a huge advantage with her size and strength. For sure. For, that, for well, that's what I'm years. saying. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is though. You can you can be a black belt and not have a great guard. You could be a top. I'm guy. not saying it's amazing. You're not gonna guarantee to have a world class guard, but you're gonna have a good enough guard to where you're gonna be like, hey, I'm injured. I'm gonna I gotta hang out here for a little bit. That wasn't even remotely close to being the case, and it wasn't. I can't remember if if it was the Elizabeth Clay match. It was the that same night that Galvao got slapped in the face. Right? It was that night. Was Gabby just there to like to? It was just there. I don't think right? she was competing. Okay, so it wasn't. But just I me. could be wrong. I got a double. I got to double check it. You want? Can you double check it for me? I right, hear. I'll do it. You slow. You you're a writer that types slow. Let me see. Because she had the same excuse, and that was the same excuse when that Craig's Jones match or whatever was supposed to happen, right? She was. She was. Uh, Injured or something. By the way, the Craig Jones Instagram is probably the most entertaining Instagram oh, on for sure in grappling. Not to mention that uh, now they have it open for the um, purple belts and up to drop in and train with them on. Yeah. Okay. Look at this. Right. First place ADCC champion 19, 17, 13, 2011 for first place IBJJF world champion. I guess this one got taken away for, so she did it. She got stripped of the title in 2013, but she won her, her weight and absolute in 2012, 2011, 2010. So that's another, how many championships? One, two, three, four, five, six. So, and then she's got the pants championships for 2019, 2011, 2010. Like, dude, she won Brazilian nationals. She won European open. Like, you can't tell me that after all that experience, well, my guard is kind of trash. I'd like to see a time. Like, I would like to see the time of her, all those championships. I would love to see how much of that time she spent on her back. Why does that sound dirty when you said that? I don't know, but that's, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no. No, and a lot of the times, I mean, it wasn't, but I mean. I guarantee you, if she spent... Out of all those matches, if she spent five minutes out of those and all, all of those them on her back, I'd say that was a lot. I honestly would not be putting that much time to go back and watch all of her matches. I think I think the Abu Dhabi Pro against um, what's her face? Um, I think she was on her back. She lost that one, right? Oh my gosh, what's her name? I can't fucking remember her name off the top of my head. In the UFC now. She's in the Amanda UFC. Nunes? No, bro. Oh my gosh, why can't I remember her freaking name? 
Uh, fine. I'll look it up again. I can't believe Fiona. Uh, no, not Fiona, Fiona Davies. I can't. Mackenzie. Mackenzie Dern. No, she wasn't on her back at all. Yeah, she reason. lost that one by it was zero right, zero. She got, she got a she penalty. Got a, uh, penalty. She, got, yeah. she she grabbed inside Mackenzie's pants. Yeah. See, she cheats. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, but but that, um, but that but that there's another upset. Which one? Cannon Duarte and Tim Spriggs. Bro, do you see what Gordon was saying about that? Yeah. Good. Gordon ripped into Kanan. And it, it is weird. Kynan, I mean, it's Kynan. I, Kynan, I keep, yeah. Whatever. I keep mispronouncing it. I'm sorry, Kynan. Though I doubt you're listening to this. I mean, I listen. I Tim Spriggs is a savage. Like, he's... I don't think he's... Man, like, he's got to be in the top 30 in the world. I don't think that he's, like, you know, in the top... 10 right now i mean give right or now take. he's number one <laughs> right now he's number one for sure but i mean tim spring tim spriggs is no one to, to, to sleep on and the fact that canaan like lost the way that he did is kind of weird to me because you're an adcc champ so either he didn't train at all and didn't care and he just showed up for the, like a quick payday he probably got paid anyway just to show up not to well, just sec- go second place second place got got 7500 yeah but um or did it get 1200 how about the real story i actually first before we go into that shout out to tubby with the comeback win she getting her 7500 and she getting uh, like a couple of thousand here and there for uh for her win shout out to tubby and she cut a lot of weight you see how skinny she got yeah she got small like that's kind of scary she didn't she didn't she lost she lost, but she won. She, she won, won three thousand dollars yeah. in in uh, <laughs> consolation she, match. In console, no, no, she won three thousand uh, dollars in submissions because you got a thousand dollars for each submission. Listen, she's shout out to her because she still kept coming in and like staying focused. She won one match pretty quick, like it didn't take that yeah, long. Yeah, it was that was the the first consolation match, I yeah. think. But uh, what's his face? Um, Jeff or Jacob, Jacob that came in and like he, uh, he replaced Thor. Cause so that was crazy. I want to know what happened to Thor that he got injured and had to get replaced. The, the idea is, is, is he kind of hurt it, his knee before like going for the, uh, going for rubber guard or something like that. And then, because um, I didn't see the match, but it, but he really tweaked it when he went for the triangle that tapped uh, Jacob Couch. They, um, oh, that's funny that they um, they changed the the result on Flow Grappling, saying that Jacob Couch won by reverse triangle instead of giving it to to John Thor. It's funny. So yeah, so Thor was going for like that Oma Plata setup where he like pulls down, but I don't know if that hurt it or going for the buggy choke is what ended up like hurting it. Cause he was trying to go for the buggy choke and then he was doing that. But that's dude, that's the only reason why I don't do that, that move. It's so sketchy and you have to be super flexible, but if you're pushing your flexibility to that extent in a hard match like that, I'm not surprised that he, he I'm sure he popped it. 
I have to go back. But anyway, technically, Jacob Couch lost the match. Thor then got injured, which they then gave the win to Jacob Couch, who came back and beat Tackett by a split decision, which you saw the, the emotion like for that win, which, dude, I got so happy seeing that. That's one of those um, 80s movies, like, comeback story. Well, did you watch his story on uh, Flo? No. He's got a story on Flo. Like, he's got an episode of the Daisy Daisy Fresh mm-hmm. that you have to watch. Yeah, I have to check it out. Where he talks about where he comes from, Yeah. Um, what he's done. Like, it's very, it's, it's very touching. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. It'd be, it'd be cool to see. And then how about Caden and Ty Rutolo? Well, yeah. now there's two matches that I think were bad calls. Ty Rutolo was one of them, but uh, the other one was uh, Colabate and um, that I think it's the Sousa kid. Uh, he it was the uh, semi, I, I guess the semifinals. And um, the split decision win, or was it for Souza? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think I think I I thought Colabate won that match, and then last the the finals last night with Ty versus Mika Galvao, I thought Mika Galvao did more, and um, there was actually Ty had two penalties, and Mika only had one. So, I guess penalties don't count. No, I think they just put it out there. Like, and they said it: the penalties don't count. It really comes down to the ref's decision, which is why they sat there and said, you know, referees like prefer, right, right, right. Blah, 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 which I think is stupid too. You shouldn't be allowing people to know who they have the advantage on because then they can just coast. So even if you get penalties, you just coast the end of the yeah, match. The, pro- it's like, the problem is, is if you're ahead, you don't have that that comfortability to coast because you could um you could coast right into complacency i i i, I kind of dig it but but i actually thought mika did more like he was actually trying to engage uh, more i don't know if that's the case because mika was like really on his on his back more right but he kept trying to engage and and ty didn't want to get in his guard and then when he did get in his guard he really wasn't trying to pass it's here's the thing if it was legitimate adcc rules then yes ty would have won that because ty was technically the aggressor because he was standing and he was going in so that's kind of the way that it gets played out you see what i'm saying yeah yeah i know but it wasn't adcc rules no but that's that was their way of trying to have adcc rules without being able to say because you you have to have permission to say that it's adcc rules you can't just say that so that's what they were going for that's why the time setup was like that that's why the points and everything was set up and the referees everything was set up that's what they're trying to do it's a blatant ripoff of adcc is what that is um that's what i'm saying that's the the issues that i have with with flow grappling between the not let not making Gabby way in and stuff like that, just say it, just say that you're trying to rip them off and be done with it. But don't give some kind of farce that you're trying to create something new and history was made and blah blah blah. No man, 
Like, don't but, don't give me that story. But those, it was good. Me, it was good. I don't want to take it away. The like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, the Debbie Downer. Like the the matches were amazing. It was awesome. That's how I prefer seeing jujitsu anyway. But you'll until you have a real definition. You're still you're always gonna get one of those matches one way or the other. Like I see what you're saying, but I I still think that Ty won that one. I yeah, think see, yeah. That just comes down to experience, and it just comes down to experience. Like I think it was good for I think I, for, for Micah. me it was for for me it was just Ty was moving without purpose. He was just a lot of movement. That's all that the judges need to see. He's right, being active, right? But but I I understand. But but active is one thing active with a purpose is another. And and to me, Mika was more active with purpose than Ty was not, not that it was like so controversial that I'm like, eh, but you you know, that, that I'm like, Oh, that was a robbery. I would never say that that was a robbery because the match itself was like, even though it was weird, it was still fun to watch. Yeah. But, but you know, I still, for, to me, Mika seemed to be, making more of the attempts to get entangled yeah i think the the big thing for me seeing the the level for the women's and seeing the aggression and stuff i got they were so good like i say i'm a big amanda levy fan now and then aaron harp was awesome um my my bastos yeah like listen like do you know what match was really weird that i was surprised was the uh the grace match um, Grace Gundrum kind of like surprised me at her like just Toughness. kind. Of, she's tough, but like it's weird. It's one of those things that it, it's if you if you just stifle her, like she kind of doesn't know where to go. Like which is I'm surprised, but granted she's so young. But it was just one of those things that yeah, she's it's, 19. Yeah. But like yeah, the the Bastos like uh, like match was it was kind of weird. It was just kind of like yeah, but Grace, there was times where Grace was in control of that as well. Yeah, like I sh- she had some good flashes and stuff like that. Listen, she got there to the finals for a reason. Yeah, but it was it's it's weird. Like I think Chad Rotolo was dominant. Yeah. His you see like his takedowns. It's funny like the the takedowns and stuff that that they were trying to do. By the way, another upset first round was, I mean, was Jacob Couch and and uh, Roberto Jimenez? No. How about the real issue that people aren't really talking about, which was Tex Johnson and Orlando Sanchez? <laughs> well, so yeah. So to be fair, and and this is, I, I've I've already talked to somebody about this today. To be fair, Orlando has only competed in ADCC rules for the past six years. So now, see what I'm telling you? When they were blatantly ripping off ADCC rules. So if you tell Orlando, it's like, well, it's kind of like ADCC rules, which is I'm assuming they probably said it in their little rules meeting or when they had the meeting. Orlando probably didn't bother reading any kind of rule set, whatever. It's like, oh, it's ADCC rules, whatever. ADCC allows slamming. So, like, and he brought Tex all the way up, dude. That's so bad. And like, props to Tex for holding on to it 
because he knew what was happening. He, I think he was probably in shock. Like, there's no way this guy's really going to try and slam me. He fucking slammed him. And that, my friends, was not on a hardwood floor. That was dollar mats on concrete slab. That was a slam. And I have a feeling that... Texas feeling that. Texas feeling that today. For sure, he got like a herniated disc out of that one. Without a doubt in my mind. If Granted, if the years of jiu-jitsu didn't already like fuck him over like that, that one gave him a herniated disc for sure. Without I a doubt. Read, I, I should have went to his Instagram. I wonder if he's posted anything. Oh, for sure. I'm sure he did. But it's funny. Did you see Orlando's reaction? He was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. No, yeah, he's like, oh, Texas, like, cursing him out. It's like, whatever. He didn't even want to look at him. But then if you watch after um, the referee and us, which, by the way, that, that to me is a big issue with lazy refereeing. That is lazy refereeing because his job as a referee, granted, is not to affect the outcome of the match, but he has to protect the fighters. And that should have been up to him to sit there and just stand there and be like, no slamming, guys. Like, just remember, no slamming. Like, you can't yeah, sit there. His, his job isn't to remind them of the rules. Which I don't disagree with. This is true. But you still have to sit there and say, like, no slamming. Like, you just have no, to sit you, there and you say. you don't. You don't because a slam is, a, is illegal. It's an illegal move. And if you, if you screw up in the rule set and you slam. But see, that's where it comes down to. Do you worry more about affecting the fight or do you worry more about protecting the, the fighter? I would err on the side of caution of protecting the fighter, right? Because if it's someone going for, for a heel hook when it's not loud, I'm just going to let it go. Like if they're reaping the knee when it's not loud, I'll just let it go. Like you're not going to sit there and get knocked out by that. You might get injured a little bit for sure, but uh-uh. That and remember that was I forget what match it was. This was years ago, where the someone was going for either a heel hook or they were getting like their knee reaped. They tapped, and the referee still called the tap over the DQ because the guy verbally tapped. I wish I could remember what match that was. That, this was years see, ago. That, that's that I don't agree with. Well, uh, well, okay. If you tap, if you do that to an illegal technique, the illegal technique is the you know that's that's the one that loses the right. But that's not the case. Which is again, this is where the argument comes in. Do you err on the side of caution by protecting the fighter, or do you err on the side of the rule set where it says like the like the referee is stoic and doesn't say anything? No. You have to protect the fighter. Same thing, like there's that famous clip of the uh, the Muay Thai match where the guy gets like he gets punched or gets knocked out on his feet and he goes to fall and the referee catches his head, comes flying in and catches his head. Like the referee doesn't need to do that. Well, so, and, and but here, here's the thing about the referee thing: he may have been just as dumbfounded because you don't know. But again, no, not that referee. I forget his name. Um, Gabriel Martins. Was it Gabriel Martins? No, or. Gabe Tuttle was the other one. Gabe, Gabe Tuttle was awesome, too. He, he did a good job refereeing. But that, to me, shows lack of experience in good refereeing, where he well, should have sat there and, and made that executive decision on the spot. Yeah, but you don't know. Like, if you assume that the fighter knows the rules, maybe he thought Orlando was just going to hold him up there. And just, like, and shake like, him off. Shake him off. So, right. like, he might – that like, that's really – 
not it's a it's a it's a split second decision yeah it's a split second decision and I, and i'm like he was probably just as surprised <laughs> but here's the thing like he was so far away and like like i was saying is that if you pay attention um tex was yelling like that's a dq dude that's a dq referee didn't sit there and say anything they go he calls it and orlando after the match was called he turns around he's like is that a dq he's like yeah man that's a dq he's like oh like you see him he says he's like oh my bad dude my bad your text like yeah it is your bad so he's just oh i i dude i totally because for sure they must have told him well, I'm sure there was ADCC a rules. Meeting. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure they said it's ADCC rules. I'm sure that Orlando probably didn't even show up to a, whatever rules meeting. They probably just got a notification sitting there and saying, "Oh, we're going to be these are going to be the rules uh, similar to ADCC." And he saw similar to ADCC. Okay, and then just whatever. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up and see if Orlando said anything. Let's see what he says. But that was kind of surprising to me that that he did that. I wouldn't ex- have expected that to Orlando uh, for Orlando to do that. I mean, someone that as experienced as he has like been, I I don't know. I, that that kind of caught me by surprise. Um, no, there's nothing on here about it. He didn't. He made an apology afterwards. I know that uh, I forget who it was that that I was talking to, but they said that he made a kind of like a half-assed apology. I don't think he really cares. Um, it was like whatever, but I mean, listen, he still got caught. He still got caught in the triangle. He that was in. That wasn't gonna go anywhere. That would have been uh, kind of crazy to see. And he looked at him too. He looked him dead in the eye and tapped too after the slam. Yep. It's kind of whatever, but it is what it is, man. Um, how about the other crazy event that happened? Did you well, I did you get to watch it? I didn't watch it because I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to. I picked grappling over MMA. No, no, no. I'm going back to the Bouchesha fight. Oh yes. That so I saw. the so we reposted it on the Instagram. I was going back and forth with people for for weeks. Once I made the post a few weeks ago about it, I started getting messages about, oh, I don't think this is gonna happen. How? What do you think is gonna happen? And I called it note for note. He's going to fake it like like he's throwing a big shot at the very beginning, go straight for the takedown, take him down, and submit him. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. That's it. What I was surprised at was, and, and maybe it's an illustration of how good Bushisha really is, which we know he is, but the... What's the word I'm looking for, Sean? The lack of ability or lack of skill from Anderson Silva to defend himself properly with grappling because he was doing everything wrong. I mean, he was making white belt mistakes where he was like putting his arm out when he got mounted and stuff like that. He was making a bunch of just mistakes where I'm at that level, I wouldn't expect someone to be making even fair, if it is Bouchesha. To be fair, um, sometimes you put things out there hoping they'll take the bait. Like, like maybe he was more, uh, you know, confident in his armbar defense to kind of like maybe get Bouchesha to take the armbar so that he could end up on top. I want to know. But you know what, what intelligent saying? man is willing to 
to bet his arm bar defense against Bouchechek? Well, you've rolled with the guy, right? Yeah, but it's different when there's punches involved. It's like Bouchechek can arm bar the shit out of you, but Bouchechek is going to have a hard time arm barring you if you're stacking him and punching him in the face at the same time. It's just, it's just. Yeah, that's, that's different. What, that's, that's that's if Bouchesha is pulling guard. We're talking about Bouchesha in mount. Yeah, but Bouchesha in, in mount. If if you give him the arm, how's he going to go to the armbar? He's going to mm-hmm. spin and go to the side, right? He's, and he's going to fall to the side. Maybe Anderson Silva felt like that was his chance to come up and start punching him in the face. You know, it, I mean, that's what I do sometimes. A lot of times, if someone goes for an armbar, like if somebody's in mount. I will bait the arm bar so they'll go for the arm bar. I'll defend, come up, stack them, pull my arm out, and now I'm inside. Would you all the time. would you do that against Bouchesha? Okay then. Thank you. No, I didn't I don't I don't know. I'm trying to re- think back to our role. I'm trying to think what I what I did to try to get out of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because it isn't gonna be giving up your arm. That's just like to me, it's like, yeah, I want out. I want out. Go ahead, take it. That maybe for sure. You know what though? If you go back and watch the fight, he had a really, really nice half guard pass switch that he did. Which obviously the commentators for one FC aren't gonna be paying attention to, but if you go back and watch the fight, he made a really it was slightly different from like the standard half guard pass that that we would do. And he switched over, which is what allowed him to get to the back and then go to the mount. Dude, go back and watch that uh, if you look at the post. But it was really, really nice. It's one of those things where I'm like, huh, I have to, I'll have to give that one a shot and test it out a little bit. It was a really nice half guard pass that I think people overlooked. The fight lasted what a couple of minutes, tops. Uh, three. Uh, I think just under three minutes. Yeah, it's definitely. I. Here's my thing. You know, if I can figure out that that's what the game plan is going to be, why didn't Anderson Silva think about that? Here, here's what you got to understand. It doesn't matter sometimes if you know what the game plan is. Well, it doesn't matter what the, like everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Yeah, he Anderson except he didn't Silva, actually even get punched in the mouth. He did, I think. I think that first shot landed. The, it was like it was like out here, and then he just went straight in. He faked it. It was a good fake. But you I'm can tell, like, sure it landed. Uh-uh. Like, if you watch it again, I'm, I'm pretty sure that again. first punch I'm gonna landed. Watch it again, right, meow. <clears throat> but um, excuse me. The thing is, is he might have known everything that Bouchesha was going to do. That doesn't mean he can stop it. That I agree with, a hundred percent. But you know, there wasn't even an attempt at a sprawl. Yeah, dude, it didn't even touch him. It didn't even touch him. It was, it was a like. I think that he wanted to make it look like an overhand right, but it was really like a weird hook to the body that didn't even touch. And look it up on the on the Instagram. Look it up on the Jiu-Jitsu Radio Instagram. Go ahead and follow it. Jiu-Jitsu Radio Instagram, guys. Go check it out. A lot of cool announcements. A lot of fun posts every day. Are we, are we going past, past bedtime? I just got a text. Yeah. Did you watch it? Oh, no. I'm, oh, my I'm, gosh. <laughs> Go <laughs> look it up real quick, goofball. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, Anderson Silva made no attempt at sprawling. 
Um, I don't believe, listen, I by no means want to um, take away from Bouchesha's first uh, win. I will say, though, that 1FC has heavy influence from unsavory organizations that may or may not, you know, um, make extra money on the side illegally. I don't think that that's the case at all. I think this is a 100% legitimate win by um, Bushesha. I do think that um, at one point or another, 1FC is going to try and find a way to to um, screw over Bushesha and try and give him a fight that will get him in trouble. A fight that I think that punch might have landed to the gut. Come on, I think it might. You have just him. don't want to admit that you were wrong. No, I'm looking at it. I, you can't tell one way or the other. You can't tell even then miss or touch. At that distance, you should be able to sprawl. Well, right, you're reacting to the punch and not the sh- the shot. Either way, let's be fa- the, the, let's be also fair. Bushesh is a big dude. I'm this sure a big, punch big, by him doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, but that's and that's the thing that really bummed me out of the whole thing. I I'm glad that he won. I'm happy as a fan. I'm happy that he won. I just was really hoping to get a glimpse of some of his striking. I'm glad that he won. I'm glad he won the way that he did. I'm glad that he's starting off undefeated. Want to know undefeated streak? Um but I, I really wanted to see his striking. I really wanted to see his striking. Yeah, well, coming. I think everybody was wondering what his striking was going to yeah. look like. I mean. But here's the, here's the thing. You don't. You, you dance with the girl you brought to the prom. And he. Is that the way the analogy I'm is pretty supposed sure. to be? I think it's. I thought it's you do what got you to the dance. No, you dance with the girl you brought to the Why prom. Why has it got to be a girl, Sean? What about other people? With other pre- preferences. That's just. That's I'm triggered, just, bro. You, you, the, the you're gonna get us. You're gonna get us canned. But listen, you don't, you, you don't dance with you don't dance with the other chick, which is like striking. You dance with the girl you brought, and that bro, that and listen, that. I'll girl. dance with whoever. Ain't no ring here. I'll dance with whoever, bro. Um, but you missed the fights while you were working. Some of us were watching the uh, the UFC fights, and listen. This whole weekend was packed with awesome fights. UFC yeah, 266 was, was freaking awesome. I really, really enjoyed the card. Um, I was slightly bummed out by the Robbie Lawler Nick Diaz fight. I expected as the much. Whole thing, the whole thing to be like the first. Everyone said the first round was one of the funnest things they've watched yeah no it wasn't you so you didn't go back to watch it no 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 dude that, the fight that. was great i mean listen it was an exciting exciting fight it was good but ever since the interviews you could tell nick diaz didn't want to be there nick diaz must be hurting for cash because all the different um advertisements like sponsorships and stuff that he got doing his little only fans nunchuck thing that he did for a little while i don't know how the hell that's still going if it is um but he didn't want to be there, and he admitted so much to be there. He's like, I don't know why I'm here. So it looks to me like someone that he had in his management made a stupid decision without him and thought that they were going to make a bunch of money, and they fed him to Robbie Lawler because it was going to be a good historical you know, fight. And everybody said it. Nick kind of looked like trash. He, I will say 
that it was sad to see him pull his little like that would be the equivalent to like his no mas moment where he gave up on the mat. I don't think it makes him any less of a of a man for it. I think it makes him smart. I think well, here, I th- here here's the thing. We were robbed of five years of his prime. That was his own decision. That yeah, was- you know, you know what though. But I again, I'm going to call bullshit because how how many times he he got five years for marijuana? Oh yeah, that I don't disagree with. That was bullshit. Five years where John Jones continues to mess up and and get slaps on the wrist. John didn't have cocaine when he fought. Yes, he did. No. He, one of the times he got popped was for cocaine in his system. Yeah, but not not during fight night. No, no. No, I any other time, listen, any other time is like out of the case. What they test for if you're in in camp because that's when you're under like contract and uh at no, you're fight under night. USADA. As long as you're under they can USADA could come to your house. USADA USADA doesn't stop people from fighting. There's people that got popped that USADA isn't gonna stop no, no, from no, fighting. No, no, I know, but USADA can come at any time. Right. USADA can come at any time and you can get fined for stuff, whatever. It was just the weed thing is BS for sure. But with John Jones, remember, he skipped out on the one that he was hiding under the under the, the thing for. If you get popped with cocaine like outside it's whatever it's you're gonna get whatever charge you're gonna get but if you're outside of your like your fight window whatever you want to call it they can't do anything they can't say oh well you, you got arrested the other day for it like did you sada test me no it doesn't matter you can't find me for it it has to come straight from usada so that's why like he got away that he's getting but i don't disagree it's stupid i would rather see nick diaz fight than John Jones fight because Nick Diaz, I mean, I'm not saying he's a great human being, but he didn't sit there and get some underage girl like cocaine and make a crash car. Just saying. I don't think he, I don't think he's a bad human being at all. Who Nick? Yeah. No, but so here's the thing. I did notice, however, that even from like the Anderson Silva fight, Nick Diaz clearly shows a deeper sense of maturity than I've ever seen from him. Well, you know what it seems like, and, and I, I, I say this. This happened to Connor, and it seems to have happened to Nick over the last five years. And it, it's the adage, the Rocky Three adage, the when Mick told Rocky, the worst thing that could ever happen to you, happen to a fighter, happened to you. You became civilized. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent agreed. And listen. That's what happened to Tyron Woodley. Look at where Woodley is now. He's getting tattoos of another man's name on his finger. I, well, luckily that'll the tattoos on the fingers wear off. Yeah, would you get it for that for that bag? Well, if you made if you made as a man of your word. If he, I told you, Sean, you're gonna get what did he make? A million dollars? I don't know. Like, let's say it's a million dollars. And you're going to get another, like, you get your ass whipped. And now you're going to, if you want to make another million dollars, you're going to have to get my name tattooed on your body saying that you love me. Are you going to do that for a million dollars? No, you're not. You're not well, going to no, I thought, I thought he, I thought it was, he got it, he got it tattooed on him because he's, he lost. No, 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 no. So you didn't watch the fight. So Woodley lost the fight. 
And then he wanted to run it back. He's like, oh, we're going to run it back. We're going to run it back. And, like, Jake's like, for what? Like, I already whipped your ass. Like, for what? He's like, oh, you're going to run it back. He's like, if you get I love Jake Paul tattooed on your body, I will run it back. And And they shook hands there. And they shook hands right then and there. But then it was like one week, two weeks, he didn't do it. He's like, screw it, whatever. Why am I going to sit there and do it? Like, he's already talking about a different fight. He technically retired, and now he's talking about a different fight. Now, all of a sudden, Woodley has gone, like, went and he got the tattooed and took a photo of it. Like, dude, no one cares. No one cares anymore. Well, if you, we'll find out. We'll find what we'll find out is if Jake Paul's a man of his word. Uh, come on. I, I don't think he sit there and do it. No one's going to want to watch it. Even if you get half of the, the, the viewership, it's going to be like, what's the point? Now they're talking about getting Jorge Masvidal. I would rather watch him fight Jorge Masvidal than watch him fight Tyron Woodley. At least I know Jorge is going to actually throw punches. He's going to actually want to knock him out. What did Woodley do? Did you see Jorge on AEW? Yeah. Pro wrestling? Did you see what Ben Askren tweeted after? No. So here, why don't you tell people? By the way, what ben, we're talking ben, about. ben Askren is is an, an an incredibly entertaining tweeter. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell everybody um, about what you're talking about the Jorge Masvidal thing? So there is a new professional wrestling company that's in business called AEW All Elite Wrestling, and they did an angle where. Dan Lambert, who's been involved in the pro wrestling world over the last couple of years, which is really funny when you really think about it. Um, so they brought uh, Dan was doing an angle there and uh, he brought all the ATT guys. So there was Junior uh, Junior Dos Santos was in the ring. Andre Arlovsky was in the ring. Um, even Paige Van Zant was there. Um, there was a few other uh, you know, like ATT guys. And then George Masvidal enters the ring and they start going to town on Chris Jericho and somebody else. I don't remember who the other guy was. And then they held Chris Jericho up and then George Masvidal did the flying knee and it looked beautiful. Yeah, it looked beautiful and I could tell it was worked. So props to George Masvidal for being able to make a flying knee look incredible but still be fake at the same time he he was uh was it was it working or doing business what was it called you call you call it working yeah he was working well ben Askren the very next day tweeted where are my royalties are y'all owe me royalties <laughs> <laughs> so credit to him for for He's being a good able. sport you know what yeah. say what you want about ben Askren. He's a good sport. He yeah. got beat by Jake Paul. He, he took it like a man or with the other Paul. I don't know yeah. which one he fought. He, you know, he, he takes it like a man when he loses. Yeah, no. So I give him credit. That was pretty funny. But I listen, I would rather see um, Jake fight Jorge over Tyron Woodley again. Woodley, to me, like, I don't know. To me, it's just the fact that you sit there and do that for a fight, you lose your man card for that. That's a, that's. Like, well, how do you sit there and, and show your face after that? No, I don't think you do, because I think it's a savage move rather than losing your man card. You still didn't answer me. Would you do it? Would you take? Not, would you get another man's name if, saying, like, I I love so-and-so if, for a million dollars? Like, if I felt 
that that I could get revenge and this is what it took to get revenge, I might. Yeah. No, Just, you and, and I might. I might. Again, I don't know because I'm, I'm not in that headspace, but I can tell you this. It shows you that he really wants if you punch him in the face. If so I you think it's were kind of like, I think you can look at it as a savage move. All right. But I don't, don't you think if you so were much. in that headspace, if you think you were in that headspace, wouldn't you have done it the very next day? Be like, no, we're running it back. Let's do it. I don't know. I, you wouldn't I, do I, it a month later. You would if you want to. If you want to keep people talking, or you would like. Well, you saw. Th- think about you, it. If he would have got it done the day after, we wouldn't even remembered it. No, that's not true. It would have been yeah, like, oh my god, he went the very next day. He got a tattoo. Now he wants to sit there and fight. And it's funny. Um, Jake made a post afterwards saying, um, "Tyron got his bag. Like he's got his bag of money." Then Tyron went and bought a used Bentley. And then Tyron's accountant called him up, told him how much money he would have to pay on that, like taxes that he would have to pay on it. And then that's when Tyron went and got a tattoo. So he's trying to say like, oh, he went, wasted the money. And then he realized how much taxes he's going to have to pay. So now he needs a whole new like paycheck, like to cover just the taxes alone, which is like, I listen, I've heard athletes do worse. So either way, I mean, I wouldn't want to watch it. I'm I'm over that. I props to I haven't to watched Jake. any of them. Listen, there there weren't bad matches. Like I watched that boxing match. It was a it was an entertaining boxing match. I think um, Jake still, still has a I lot of work to do. But I he still don't know the difference between the two brothers. Number one, Logan is the one that fought Ben Askren. Jake is the one that was on the Disney Channel. Which one? Which one fought? Uh, Mayweather. That was Jake. What did that get called a draw or? No, that was um. That was a uh, for Mayweather. Mayweather won it. Mayweather wasn't gonna lose that. Mayweather is not gonna sign a contract where he could potentially lose the fight. What do you think the fight that he had against the kickboxer in Japan never got shown? That dude took such a dive. The the Yakuza must have paid that guy so much money to take a dive to get beat by by um, Floyd Mayweather. There's a reason why that fight happened in Japan and in Japan only because that definitely wouldn't have flown here. They're like, oh, we get Floyd Mayweather here and we have an exhibition fight with the best guy, but Floyd's got to win. How much money are we going to make? Yeah, for sure. For sure, we're going to sit there. You think they didn't make tons of money on bookies? People thinking that this guy was a kickboxer was going to knock out Floyd Mayweather? Oh, I can't even think about the amount of money and how many legs got broken for people that are not paying their debts on that one. That's outrageous money. Be interesting. Yeah, it'd be good to see. Um, guys, before we go, I want to make sure that everybody gets the hookup for the world-class grappling uh, tournament. If you use the promo code JJR20, you'll get 20% off your registration for the tournament. Um, the offer is good until next Wednesday, the the 6th. Um, so please, if you want to go in and take your shot at uh, getting into the absolute and making some money, 
Um, if not, come by, see me at uh, at the expo, the Mr. Olympia Expo. I wish you were here, man. It would have been fun to have you over there. Um, come check out my uh, Muay Thai seminar that I'm putting together on Friday. I'll be hosting a seminar, actually teaching some Muay Thai techniques um, that everybody can do. It'll be fun. And, uh, man, uh, good luck. Let's make sure we wish good luck to Sean over here. Let's see if he wants to make some money and go for that straight ankle lock. We'll see. Like, listen, I told you, I'm a man of my word. There are no tattoos involved. If he gets a straight ankle lock, you have to finish that. You have to win by straight ankle lock. 100 bucks. And if he right. does it while looking at the camera, that's an extra 50. It's an extra 50 for you. Sound, sounds like a plan? Sounds like a plan. All right. Deal's a deal. So less than 150 bucks. That's, that's way better than any Oktoberfest beer. That's a true story. I'll take a I'll take a hundred I'll take a nice little hundo. All right. Hundo and a half. Oh, okay. I'm making sure you I'm I'm making sure you're going for that brass ring there, buddy. Um, guys, please don't forget to check out our sponsors, Chocoloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soko, and AJG Fight. Go give them a follow. Check them out. Support them. Check out the description below if you want the promo codes to get the homie hookup. Please, if you like the podcast, hit the little subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like, thumbs up, share it with your friends. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, wherever, uh, just hit that like button, share it with your friends, and we appreciate it. It's a one little click for you, but it's a huge support for everything we're doing here for you guys, and we hope you enjoy it. With that being said, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.